A secret to bodybuilding, pushing past the pain threshold. But everybody knows this, right? And why don't more people do it? Because it's painful to push past the pain threshold. The pain is there to stop us from going forward because our body doesn't want to have to adapt to new stimulation. So it tries to prevent you from creating new stimulation. So if you want epic muscle gains, you have to push past the pain threshold. Now, I'm always looking for the newest shortcut. Like, what chemistry can I take? What drug can I take? to act as a painkiller so that I'm pushing past the th pain threshold and I don't even know that I'm it past the pain threshold. So I interviewed a lot of under, underground bodybuilding chemists and coaches and uh, I learned that in the old days they did use a lot of painkillers. Now you don't want to use something like ibuprofen or an anti-inflammatory because inflammation in the muscle is critical to muscle growth. In fact, I just took three arachidonic acid pre-workout to create more inflammation in the muscle. Inflammation muscle good. But if you can decrease the pain, and this is why they use opiates, uh, without decreasing the inflammation, that's when you get some true magic. Now, if you're hardcore and you can mentally push past the pain threshold, then that's fine. You don't need anything, right? But I, I, I kind of like my workout. Sometimes I like to push the pain threshold and challenge myself, but other times I just want to reduce the pain so it's easier to go past the pain threshold. Peak check, there you go, Karan. So uh, here's some tools I use. Pre-workout, this is the obvious one. Pre-workouts have caffeine and other stimulants uh, that stimulate norepinephrine and epinephrine and adrenaline and noradrenaline, which neutralizes pain. Just like if you're about to get into a fight or if you've been in a fight, you know that when your adrenaline gets going, you get punched right in the face, you don't even feel it. You feel like, you feel like this numb feeling, right? You don't actually feel pain. You just feel like, like pressure. And that's the same thing when you work out, when your adrenaline's going, like you can feel something's happening in the muscle, but you don't feel that much pain. So I, I was just doing leg extensions, like really high rep, and it should have been excruciatingly painful, but it wasn't because I took a little cocktail pre-workout to neutralize the pain. Now, one of my favorites is DMAA. It's a pre-workout that's not widely available anymore. Most countries will eventually make it illegal if they haven't already, because it's so awesome, most awesome thing are uh, eventually become illegal. Uh, the DMAA is great, but I didn't want to take it because I crash hard from it and I'm gonna go meet friends, you know, sometime after the gym and I don't want to be crashed. Uh, now caffeine, on the other hand, I can take like a really quick nap and regenerate from it. I will crash from it, but I'll, I have time for a quick caffeine cleanse nap. So I did drink a lot of caffeine. I had coffee and I had a pre-workout drink. Uh, okay, Sparrow, so got your question. I'll circle back to your questions. I, this is live right now, so I'll circle back to those uh, as soon as I'm done with this thought. But here's what I used this morning. I'm, it's legal to use cannabis here in Thailand now. In fact, they, they hope to become the biggest world exporter uh, soon here. They're, they're actually going to invest. Like The government is encouraging it now, which is funny because they just legalized it not that long ago, and now the government's like, yeah, now let's scale up and take over the whole cannabis industry of the world. Uh, but I already come from California where it's already very popular. So cannabis helps me neutralize the pain, but not if I'm paying attention. So if I do the set and I'm looking at my legs and my eyes are open, it doesn't help me with the pain. But if I do it and I close my eyes and I listen to music, it helps me almost have an out-of-body experience. Like I'm repping the weight way past the pain threshold but I can't feel it because like my head is in this outer space place. It's disconnected me from the physical pain of earth. It, and it reminds me when it's happening of like, let's say you got, you're a prisoner of war and you got captured and you're being tortured. And, and what do you do? How do you survive? How do you get through that? 
You try to mentally put yourself in another place. You try to detach your mind from your body. And that's what's happening during a set when I push past the pain threshold. Uh, I know I took something else to get past the pain threshold too, but I'll t oh, here's one. You can kind of numb the muscle. Like yeah, I was doing such high reps and, and through, through the pain that eventually it gets numb. And so you can like use a lot of reps and then you can go to like a heavier weight to an extreme failure after you've sort of numbed the muscle like that. Uh, what else besides those two things getting numb? So I said DMAA, cannabis, uh, caffeine or any pre-workout. And I know it was something else. I, there's something else I took. God damn it, I don't know what it was. If I think of it all. Okay, I'm gonna circle back to your questions now. Okay, McCool says, your thoughts on Aquatest and testosterone gels. So when you rub testosterone on your skin, it does absorb, it does work, but it's really hard to get a high bodybuilding dose. You'd have to rub it over your entire body. Um, and then I don't wanna get it on my girlfriend or my daughter or stuff like that. So that's why I stopped using it. I actually used it before my daughter was born for a little while, a uh, prescription in the US. What do you think the best way to take HGH and insulin without insulin before bed? Yes, actually, that is a great time for HGH without insulin. That's probably the best time. Uh, good choice, Koa. And the other, the other time for HGH without insulin would be first thing in the morning. Um, before you, like if you're intermittent fasting, for example, fantastic time to do that. Uh, Karan says kratom for the purposes. Yes, that's right. Kratom is really helpful for neutralizing pain from training. God, I can't believe it's, this has been the longest I have gone without taking kratom, kratom, whatever you want to say it. I am going to resume that. Thank you very much for the tips. This is what I love. I learned from you guys too. Uh, aspirin pre-workout. So Marcel, I think aspirin's okay. I looked at all the studies with the different dosages and and I understand why the baby aspirin became so popular. That 82 milligrams or something in that range is a dosage where you get most of the benefits of aspirin without the side effects, including it shouldn't interfere with muscle growth. So low dose aspirin, yes. High dose aspirin, no. Uh, Spiro says, can you release a video on here? More depth of Orlistat, how to find the right dosage. Okay, Orlistat's a fat blocker. It neutralizes an enzyme in your digestive system that breaks down fat so you don't digest the fat instead or assimilate or digest the fat instead the fat goes right through you poop it out it is dosage dependent they say to take 60 milligrams i've experimented with 60 120 180 i notice the more i take the more fat comes out my ass so i i don't agree with the dosage guidelines that they put out there i think those are just like super cautious it's more like the more you take the better but at a certain point you also stop absorbing healthy fats so it's still better to just reduce bad fat intake, like vegetable fats mainly, and then just try to eat healthy fats because healthy fats aren't gonna store as fat. Healthy fats are gonna help you build your body, okay? But, but if you're, when I would use Orlistat, the fat blocker, is when I'm in a country where everything is cooked with oil and it's unavoidable, that's when I use it. Ramiz says, uh, you're, you're posting a lot of old content, please post more new content, we're addicted to your content. Thank you, appreciate that, and I will. Uh, I like doing these lives too, because then, the problem is I record so many videos and they end up in, in hard drives all over the place and they don't get posted. So if I do live, then boom, it's instantly posted. I try to do this more. Uh, I still miss DMAA, clear shots were great. Yes, Vic, DMAA, absolutely amazing pre-workout compound, neutralizes pain, makes me feel invincible, and I have a hard crash from it. 
which is fine, right? You time it. You time it for when you're in the gym and you take a nap when you, when you crash. Same, same thing I do with Adderall and other stimulants. Uh, can I use uh, for cycle 50 milligrams per packet? Like, okay, so you're talking about can you use like a lot of testosterone gel on your skin and use it as a cycle? Yes, you can. Just don't get it on other people and apply it twice a day. So if you're hopefully you're not sleeping with a girl that you're getting all over her, but you know, apply it to the inner parts of the body. So like under the arms, around the stomach, uh, in the armpits, in the groin, in the inner thigh, and uh, just put like double the normal dosage twice per day. So you're using four times the normal dosage. And then you might get somewhere near something kind of anabolic. Testosterone is not my favorite anabolic anyways. So I would still think of that as a foundation and think of consider adding something on top of it. All right, let's see, next question. Also, holding something in your mouth guard to get through the pain. So Quran is saying that when, you know, when you're biting, if you're biting down, like think of an old World War II movie or any more, more when they're taking a, amputating or taking a bullet out or something, you see them, they drink alcohol and then they bite on a towel. Same idea he's talking about. Malou, Makluv, uh, can't explain my gratitude. It's been a great journey watching your videos. You're welcome. Thank you. Oaxen says, you take Phenobut, question mark. I've experimented with many compounds, including Phenobut. Don't like Phenobut. I don't take it anymore. I, it's not that I would, I, I would take it like if, if it was sitting in front of me just every once in a long while, but I have a terrible crash from it. So for me, Phenobut lasts, you know, maybe like one day and it makes me, uh, it makes me feel like happy and like nothing can get to me, nothing can irritate me, just feel excellent. No social, no anxiety at all. But then the next day I get double anxiety, double the stress. Like I prefer drugs where I go up and I come down to baseline. I don't really like drugs where I go up and I come down below baseline. Uh, that That's like very addictive to me because then the next day you're like, I feel like crap. How am I gonna feel better? Oh, I gotta take more of the drug and then desensitize to it more. Now, not everybody has that experience with Phenobut. Some people don't have much of a crash at all. I know one guy who was on it for uh, more than a year, low dosage, and it was still working for him. Um, I mean, you definitely, he would definitely have withdrawals, but you know, he, he was mentally able to, to handle it, so it was not a problem. So everybody's different. Ramiz says, enhanced movie, very informative. Good, I'm glad you like it. Spiro says, why you stop posting on Parler? So Parler is an uncensored social media app. And uh, I, I will post more on it. It's just that I post so many places that, that like when I get reminded of it, like you remind me and then I think of posting something some, something there, then I'll circle back to it and post a bunch. You'll notice I do it in bursts uh, because I just, I can't keep my mind on so many different things at, at one time. So that's it. It's just a matter of reminding me. Thank you for that. I'll get back on there. Vic asked about Fentermine. So Fentermine is also known as Fenfen. That's a diet drug that actually the FDA and the, and, and the US was highly supporting until people had heart attacks. And uh, it kills appetite, it gives energy. It's amazing for like fasting or uh, as a nootropic. Um, I don't like that it is a stimulant uh, to the heart. I prefer like Adderall, for example, and I prefer the shorter half-life of Adderall, but Phentermine's okay. I just, I also prefer a lower dosage of it. I do think it's addicting. Um, not not a t not terribly so, but I think fentramine for me works just as good at a very low dosage as it does at a higher dosage. So why desensitize myself and get more side effects, right? 
that's my feedback on fentramine. All right, I'm gonna get back to the workout. Uh, the way I'm working out today with that pain threshold is I'm, I'm really high right now and I've got a lot of caffeine in my system. And so I'm going to uh, go back to the, what I was just doing on the leg extension and I'm gonna do 20 reps with my right leg, 20 reps with my left leg, 20 reps with my right leg. And then as I go on, my range of motion is gonna decrease. And, and, and so I'm just gonna keep going until I can't even move the weight anymore. And my legs are so pumped I can't hardly walk. And I will have passed the pain threshold somewhere along that way, but I won't even know it because my eyes are gonna be closed, I'm high, I'm on caffeine, and I have music playing in my ears. And it feels wonderful, and that's why I decided to do this video in the first place. Um, thank you for all your comments. I saw all of them, and uh, definitely tune in next time. Be swole and swole, friends of freedom. Pioneers of human evolution.